Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. What's happening, man? How you feeling today? How did everything go yesterday with you in Baltimore and, and Yo, the charity man. work? Forearms on fleek, man. You think you're pulling <laughs> up a... Uh, ice cream scooper or just scooping up some dry um, stuffing, you know what I'm saying? The stuff in there, you, you, you get about the, to the fifth tray, man. you like, no moss. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Right hand was mashed potatoes. Left hand was uh, mm. the, 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 the candy yams, you know what I'm saying? So I like scooped yeah. them up, but they want marshmallows on the top, you know what I mean? So I, fatigue is a factor. And I have to do my friends uh, who came out, you know, Jamil McLean, who people in that area understand, um, started with me at the Ravens, was my backup. And then when I left, kind of played, but then he also got a big-time contract from the New York Giants and came up there and played for, like, maybe three, four years up there. So, like, you know, he was like my he was like my little road dog. I always kept him underneath the wing. He's doing big things. He's the head of um, um, personnel with the Ravens now. So he, he's had his um, – his is today. So I made sure that I can stay to do his because he supported me for eight straight years. You know, Ray Rice, Trevor Price, all those guys came out again. You know, it was the 18th year of the event, you know, and this year we were fortunate enough to be able to, to grow enough to help the women um, because it was the helping up mission. It was all men there, and they created a separate – they opened up a separate one for the women. And uh, it's the first year we were able to serve the women in their own facility that houses mm-hmm. them, women of, of addiction. And, you know, sometimes women that are running from abuse and need a place to stay and raise their family and things of that sort. So – you know, it keep the the gift of giving keeps on going, man. But I tell right. you what, it doesn't take long for us to get off the air before the gift of giving, which is the Jets and the NFL, continues to bless us. As the news we have coming out today is crazy, and kind of the you know the blowback we 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 knew about Zach Wilson and he was going to be replaced by Tim Boyle. We didn't know that Trevor Simeon was going to be called up. So you know, you look at the situation; they just want to try and maybe just maybe it's a quarter too late. You know, to save the season, but once again, we find ourselves with the hope that maybe it can look different. It was like, well, Nathaniel Hackett can't be that bad, can he? And we're going to find out because he's going to have two quarterbacks, one with a little bit of, of experience, one that's a professional backup. And if it, the offense continues to look the way it looks and there's no creativity after what we've seen from Tommy DeVito, after what we've seen from um, you know the, the the kid from the Robinson, the, the law firm from from Cleveland, after what we've seen with all the backups in this league that have come in and look like professional players and the offense may not be great, but it looked good, you know, Nathaniel Hackett's going to be the next one being yelled at like Matt Canada, who finally the Steelers have succumbed to the pressure. Yeah, imagine that. Two teams, the Steelers are a playoff team right now. The Buffalo Bills are a playoff team right now. And they, in the in middle of the season, got rid of their offensive coordinators. They made a change. The Jets instead demoted their backup quarterback. Let's let's be honest. Their backup. Zach Wilson's their backup quarterback. Okay, he just became the starter because their starter got injured in the first game. And we always overlook that. And I think as we now go back and reassess, let's just always speak in that context. 
This was their backup quarterback that they now pressed into starting role. Yes, I understand he previously was the starter but shouldn't have been, wasn't ready. So this is a, a the maddening part of this whole thing is it is just a terrible failure on the Jets' part of Zach Wilson. And we had said that the Jets failed Sam Darnold. So think about like how the Jets have drafted quarterbacks and then always just seem to do it wrong when it comes to okay, we have somebody, let's let's develop them. Yeah, they, it's like it's just we just can't figure it out and why had, it happens this way. So now you go to your third quarterback, which was Tim, which was Boyle. He now becomes your starter, and they have moved Zach all the way to the back of the line. And as Samini told us yesterday, right? As as Samini told us yesterday, that 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 we, we we will never see him again. I would not be surprised if Zach Wilson pulls a Marcus Mariota and goes back to like leaves just to, to escape the scrutiny. Now, Neil, that that would goes, say a lot goes, about what him. Mean, what do you mean leaves? Well, you know, like remember last year when the, the motion happened for Marcus Mariota when we watched that that great series on Netflix. Yeah, and he left. He he left like okay, I'm done here, and we'll figure it out with my agent in the off season. I'm talking about that. That's what I'm talking about. I want to see if that happens. I mean, because technically, how many times have you seen Trevor Simeon on the sideline, bro? I, I couldn't even tell you what he looks like. I don't even know what what number is he wearing. <laughs> well, I couldn't well, tell you that. Well, this, well, well, this is his second time around. I, I know. <laughs> he but I'm did saying, Star what, Force one day against what, Cleveland. Well, two what plays. What number? I don't even know what number he's wearing. We, we, like, we don't know yet. It's, he's like blank man. He should come out like blank man. It should be like he should come out like the Riddler with a question mark on his shirt <laughs> instead of a number. Well, it is a question mark. Let's be honest. But I, it look. But but the this thing if coming Tim, up is interesting. Yeah, before you go there, go ahead. If Tim Boyle comes out, and I'm trying to get on the Zoom now, if Tim Boyle comes out and plays well, they're going to say, "Man, this dude could have been playing the entire year and helping us out, and this could have been a gap year." for Zach Wilson, and we never would have known that he was this far away. You know what I'm saying? So if Tim Boyle comes, it's going to go back to, man, maybe he could have helped us win against New England. Yeah. Or maybe he could have helped us win against there. Okay. Like maybe how he could have helped us win really, against the Raiders. How much do you really believe that? Listen, I think, listen, from what I saw, we're not asking him to be anything. We're just asking him to be better than Zach Wilson and better than Kenny Pickett. So be we're better, asking him. Be we're asking him to be the twenty-seventh offense in the history of the sport, and that's crazy because the Lions have been bad for a long time. Yes, because the Browns have been bad for a long time. Just think, the Browns came back as an expansion team when they lost their team to the Ravens, and they came back and they had Tim Couch. Yeah, they, they've had they've had th- almost thirty different quarterbacks. You know, so so yeah, well, it, least, but that's what third down third down percentage. Is is his, is the worst historically worst in the history of the sport that you can't like you can never is stay on the field. In, in, is second worst kind of in eyeing distance because is that something we can shoot for? Not to finish last, is something we can rally around? <laughs> Maybe I don't know. I don't know. But like we can't talk about this season anymore, can we? Do we talk about? I mean, they're playing Miami on Friday, a defense that had, like went through some stuff. You could see it emotionally. Uh, in the loss in Buffalo, but don't you like and your defense coming off a bad performance? I, I guess so. Don't you want your a, team coming back to, to a, a game week, where they're mad on a short week at home. play in Miami? It's an afternoon game. I, all that stuff. It's to me. I don't know what to like. Honestly, I don't know what to expect at all. Which is why I lean on you. What What do I expect in this game? It's a bizarre. It's a Friday at three o'clock. Like everything about it is bizarre. 
There's nothing normal about what the Jets and Dolphins are going to do. A Black Friday game. Nobody's ever played on a Friday. No, that's what I mean. Not it's not so, since COVID, right? COVID, Maybe. right? But but I'm talking about or it's just it's sport. not it's not normal. So what, what are you a habit too? What are you that's supposed to look at? They got three home games now in a row here. See, but here's here's a good thing though. They can get all their work in. You know what I'm saying? That's the beauty about one more day, right. right, and not having to travel. They can get a full day, a full game plan in. And I would probably think that traditionally you don't practice much on these type of games. When you have a new quarterback, everybody understands that this won't be, this won't be the same. And this can turn to a mini buy, right? Not, not a great buy, but it's a little mini buy. You get nine days off to prepare for an opponent that you maybe should be able to beat, hopefully, when you think about Ritter, being the quarterback with the uh, Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, yeah, Atlanta's struggling. So you're throwing everything that you can throw into this particular game and saying, by some miracle, if we can win this game, we have young quarterbacks that we maybe can get to. Right? And Atlanta, then Houston, both coming up into New York and play here now. And Stroud, Stroud's been great, but he did have a a rough go. They still won the game. Yeah, Yeah, they still won the game, though. They're six and four. And that's all you can ask for, man. And you can ask, you can ask that maybe Tim Boyle can just move the ball. Like, if, if the defense gets you a turnover. The problem is the, the, the games that the Jets have struggled in, no turnovers at all, right? Yeah. And that's kind of what it is. Like, how can you help this offense? And listen, like, we love Xavier, but this is two big hiccups, you know what I'm saying, that he's had this year. Like, you know what I mean? We need more consistency. You know, sometimes these young guys, they get stressed – with playing playing all these games and they've never been there that you know that they hit that wall and they just start losing focus and we need him to lock in and we need him to be a spark that's why I didn't mind uh Izzy maybe taking over the kickoff return cuz I love you know I love the fact that when you have a running back that is running full speed that can run a 4-3 and he's running a kickoff back it's a lot of space there. Like it's yeah. a lot of arm tackles there. Pick you got a lot speed. of you got a lot of uh, corners. You got some safeties. You might got a uh, tight end. You got a lot of offensive players out there trying to tackle. And you're a running back. That's why Brian Mitchell, like I said before, was one of the hardest guys to ever prepare for because he can run through you. He was two twenty, right? He was two hundred yep. running at that type of speed. So maybe that can just be something that can spark and take something off Xavier's plate as we hope that we can maybe do some things with him on the offensive side of the ball as I don't know if um, Alan Lazard is off sabbatical or off of uh, you know punishment, timeout. Um, but we, we, we got it much of the same. Now, this is different, right? This is at home. You would get your ass booed, you know what I'm saying, on, on Thanksgiving Day because the Jets are going to say we got nothing to be thankful for the next year, so they start mm-hmm. booing your ass. 800-919-3776 is the number to be part of the conversation. We'll get you going here with the calls. And I, I can't help but say, though, like this, you're, you're asking again, what, what can Tim Boyle be and all that stuff? I, it just, it's starting to feel like, how did we get here? And it's, I've said this and I'm going to continue to say it. We can stop beating up on Zach Wilson. He didn't ask to be taken second. He was put in this situation. Say no. He, well, he, no. Would you? Nobody's saying no. But but he also came into a situation that that didn't make sense as a rookie with very little college experience. Did they have a capable backup? Right. They moved on from Sam Darnold. They didn't want to pay him, and they, so they bring in Zach and they anoint him the starter right out of the gate. Yep. Which number one was a huge mistake. It took till halfway through the season before they brought in uh, Flacco. 
to have yep. some type some type of a veteran presence. Like, why is this this all along? This was always the thing. They just kept handing him the reins and saying, "Go do it." And every time it looked like, "Yeah, he's not ready. We're going to do it anyway. We're going to keep the like." They yeah. have they failed this kid like they failed, and it's a different regime, but they but, failed Sam but, Darnold the same way. Just handing it to him and saying, "Go do it." and hoping that it works out rather than have some type of insurance, some type of protection. And even after Aaron went down and you knew, all right, Zach's got to be the man. All right, well, let's go get some insurance as the backup. Oh, no, no, we're fine. We have Tim Boyle. He fooled him, man. He fooled him. Who fooled him? Zach fooled him. He looked the part. He played the part. He played solid solid in the preseason. So that's the thing. He played solid in the preseason. He fooled you. And then once you went there, you couldn't just give up after a couple of You're showings. not good at assessing your own talent if you get fooled by your own talent. The problem is because you've had this would be your fifth offensive line lineup, you, like you lied to yourself. You just don't know. Like it's the well, same that was thing the other that mistake. Happened. It's the same thing they're doing over there in, in, um, in East Rutherford. But, Bart, they, let, let's they stay, stay with the Jets. Stay with the Jets. Because yes. that's the other part of this. Listen, you got to call it out. We said the concern coming into the season is the offensive line. Can it hold up? Is there enough depth? They did a lot. And then what happened? It didn't hold up. Everybody got hurt. Yes. That's, Un- I mean, come on. You, you, Listen. It, you were not properly Alan. built to, get, to come into the season and be prepared for Alan. anything that could go wrong. And that's poor Alan. management. Allen. Allen. The little pushback. Go ahead. They knew that the offensive line potentially could be a problem. They went out and signed every offensive lineman you can think of. Just think about all the things they drafted one, right? Yeah. They brought back a veteran. They drafted another one, right? They drafted two. 30-year-old, often injured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they drafted two offensive linemen. But he was a guy that played well. See, last year he played well, though. And he played with two torn rotator cups. I understand. So you, you're saying these are his shoulders, not his legs. So he, he was out there stumbling and bumbling and getting out mm-hmm. on the edge. He was doing his thing. They won seven games last year. And it's because he played at a high level. Beckton stayed healthy for the most part, right? Yeah, ABT and that, was the, got that AB, was the variable. You didn't know no, he would. Now Beckton's going to be right. out for one to two weeks with he, the spring. He, he was extra, but he was extra. Mm. AVT came back. Like, do you think AVT has a season-ending uh, injury twice. I can't remember. Willie Colon's the last uh, guy that I can remember as an offensive lineman that got hurt twice. So they got two of the guys that are starting get hurt the first time. Lincoln Thomas is the only one that's been able to play the entire time. They lose their starting center. Yep. Like, tell me who in the NFL has lost their starting left tackle, their right tackle is out, their starting right guard is out, and now their center is out. Like they've lost three of their starters. Don't we need to look? Don't, don't we need but to look still, at it though? We don't know. We don't, so we should just sit here true, and just shrug no. our shoulders and say, "Oh well, everybody got no, hurt." True. There's no. got to be something to it. No, true. No, no, no. Listen, everybody around this league. I don't know what's happening with these injuries, with these turfs, but everybody. I mean, you talk about everybody who's anybody. The only people that seems to not really lose their alignment is the Eagles. And that's why they're so still solid. That's why they they won that game yesterday, right? Tush push never Big fails. Second half, right? Big you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's that's. So you look at you look at look at Kansas City. And I was just going to tell you, always by the have way, the offensive line. Is Kansas City not another example? As you look and see at the AFC, East, the AFC, and you say to yourself, there's another team that's definitely I, beatable. I really another think, beatable team. I really think that's why the Steelers fired Matt Cannon. Like man, man, we can beat anybody, man. Oh boy, oh boy, like. Yeah. <laughs> 
Like, yo, man, we because they gonna win. Ten, they gonna win. They gonna win ten games. Yeah, if you're think about it, man. Like, we thought the AFC was going to be an overwhelming juggernaut of teams, and whoever survives it goes to the Super Bowl. I mean, and it's yeah, wild. I tell you what, if I'm the Eagles. If I'm the no. Eagles, I'm looking around going, this is the year to win another chip. If, this if is I, the year. If I'm Jacksonville, I'm saying, man, please, Baltimore, knock off Kansas City. Yeah, it's the one So then, can beat, because so. we can't beat them, but you might be able to beat them. Yeah. And like, or, you know, now you don't even worry about Cincinnati because the, 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 no. the Chiefs kryptonite is gone. So yeah, if you're the Burrow's Chiefs, gone. you're like, hey, man, like, we always beat the Ravens. The Ravens yeah. never beat us in a, they so, beat us in a regular season. So again, I I, I don't want to get sidetracked because I want to keep this strictly again about the Jets because I really do think that we we just have to be honest with ourselves here. We we really like Joe Douglas, and I think you, look, you don't have a hundred percent hit rate on drafts. We know that, mm-hmm. but he's been pretty good though. He's pre- he's been sixty five seventy percent. Pretty good, that. yes. But the most critical pick to make it's the hardest pick in football was a bust. It's was the hardest it, pick in football. Was a bust. Now, I'll, I'll say this. Look at that. Let's go back because it's hindsight now on that yeah, draft. Let's look at the draft. We went into that draft saying there's five quarterbacks that were taken in the top 15. Five. It's, it's amazing to say, but it's true. Mac and Jones. Then, and what, and right. Mike Jones was the last of the five, and he went to the Patriots. And how's that looking now? Even though at least he's already gotten to a playoff game. But take that out of the equation. So we all see where that headed. And is it Bill or is it Mac? We don't know. But one way or another, they failed that kid too with he the gone. bad yep. decisions they made there. So that's probably going to end. All right, go. Let's go the other way. Justin Fields was taken by the Bears. He now gone. that's the only one. He comes out of college with a with a resume, and that's the one that if you look at Joe and ask him now, look back and tell me why wouldn't you just? That's the safest one to take would be Justin Fields, and didn't do that. You want to know? And why? then there's Trey Trey you Lance, you which me, we know. That was a mistake by the Niners. They admitted the mistake and yeah. moved on from it immediately. Yeah. You and then there's Zach. The only one out of the five that's worth a damn is the guy that we all knew was a generational quarterback, and that's Trevor Lawrence. And he took he, he was the obvious number you one pick. You couldn't get him, yeah. So think about it. That was a quarterback draft, five taken, and four of them right now are bums. Four caution, of them. Caution, cautionary tale for the Giants as this is a quarterback draft. Yes, and you can take the wrong one. Like I said, I think the kid uh, from LSU might be the best out of the bunch, even though he doesn't have the highest name. That guy's special. But this is the thing. But that's how I, it goes in this draft. I, I believe I believe that they didn't take Justin Fields, even though every one of us – and we and the jury's still out. He's kind of mixed bag with him, right? But there's something there. You know what yeah, I mean? Like there's it's, something it's, there. He's not, he's not a bum. He, he's, no. He's, but you, you just don't know. But here's the thing, though, with him. And people won't say it, but I'll say it. They're going to say, when was the last time it's been a good professional quarterback come out of Ohio State? That's why C.J. Stroud didn't go first. They took brand and, and coach over player. And if you look at it, that's exactly what the Panthers did. They took brand over – when all things been equal, they think both players can play. They Not took like Alabama brand, quarterbacks they took, were they took, tearing it up in the NFL either. I mean, Hurts – Well, now they are. Jalen Hurts and Tua Tungabailoa. Yeah, Hurts really isn't but, an but, Alabama but, but, product but, but, at this but, point, though. But I feel, I, I feel like they took – see, if Urban Meyer was there, maybe they take him, right? But, yeah. you know, uh, Day – Brian, what is it? I forget his name. Something Day is the coach, head coach for – Ryan Day It's yeah. the head coach Ohio for – Ohio State's um, coach. Ohio yes. State. They don't give them the brand because they don't think that they play um, professional 
offense, right? They, they, they. You know what I mean? They, remember? But I thought that's what, I, But I thought Fields was that. Fields wasn't a a. He wasn't a he, dual no, threat quarterback in in college. The, no, in he fact, was, no, what he's no, doing with his legs no. in the NFL was was something yeah. everybody's like, oh wow, he no, can do no, that too. No, no, he wasn't. But they played in this big spread type of offense. I understand. It's I the understand. same thing when people that took Andre Ware, they took people in these spreads, and people. That's why they don't like quarterbacks from Baylor, right? You know, and that's why back in the day they used to love the quarterbacks that came out of Stanford because Stanford, even though they never won in college, they always played a professional style offense. So that's so that's that's what you're stuck with. And Your listen. job is to assess a player, not where he's from. I need a quarterback. I don't want to pay Sam Darnold. So you're saying it was only and one. And so I know I can't one. pick up the fifth year option. I need a quarterback. I got to find one. And this only, is a draft that's got like five of them. It's only I got, one. I know I'm not getting Trevor Lawrence. So I got to know these other four. Who's the best of them? It's and only. you went with a guy that just has the physical arm talent and had a really good pro day that everybody was excited but, about. But had very little experience and did not really go up against great competition. And oh, by the way, wasn't the captain of his own damn team. But but, but you would have been wrong. You would have been wrong with three of them, potentially two and a half for sure. You'd have been wrong with them. So that's the, I, I that's guess. the tough part. That's the that's the that's the that's but the then, tough part. All right. Part. So then, all right. Again, I'm, I'm playing the hindsight game because that's all we can do. Why not then? Just keep. If you looked and assessed him, well, you know, I don't like any of these guys. Keep Sam one more year. And then if he's great, you have the franchise tag. If he sucks, then you reset. But you, yeah, that, listen, like, that's Why true. make the pick if you don't have to? You know the history of number two quarterbacks? The number two pick in the draft, taking a quarterback. Last year. Yeah, we the history last year. is not good. You got the list? You want it? I, the list. I want the list. I know for a fact everybody knows Ryan Leaf. Dina Ham, Dina Ham made this list. And so, so last year, of course, this past draft is C.J. Stroud. And so far, he looks pretty good. All right, but that's so far. Zach Wilson's in 21. How's that working out? Man. All right. 2017, Mitchell Trubisky. How'd that work out? Man. He had a good first year, made the Pro Bowl, made the playoffs, and then uh, 2016, Carson Wentz. The guy was an MVP candidate, got hurt, and then his teammates started to hate him, and now the guy's out of the league. No, he's All back. Right. Well, I mean, he just, yeah. just got back in the league. Okay, fine. The year before that, 2015, Marcus Mariota. How's yeah, that working out? That's, that's, that's probably one of the worst. Okay. 2012, our good friend RG3. Injuries caused a lot of the problems for him. You talk about a Baylor quarterback. He was a very good one. Espresso. And, and, right, but still, went to Washington, bus, bus, had a great like start, the fact that, the fact and that then Kirk got Cousins, hurt. The fact that Kirk Cousins is still playing at a high level, and they were picked on the same team at the same time. Okay. Well, again, that's what you do, don't you? You take two quarterbacks, and you hope get one of them is right. But so RG3 was good, got hurt, and then never really was able to recover. All right, so 2012, we have to go 13 years before anyone took. So that run from 2012 to last year, this past draft, you've had you've had nine picks, and or I'm sorry, six picks: Griffin, Mariota, Wentz, Trubisky, Wilson, and then Stroud. So people were like taking quarterbacks high in the draft. We got to go all the way back to 1999. You know where the number two pick in the draft was that year? 99, Ryan yeah. Leaf. No, no, Donovan McNabb. Okay. And that, that worked out pretty well. That's pretty good. For the Eagles. That's pretty damn good. Okay. The year before was Ryan Leaf. Mm. And that, of course, you remember. I mean, it was Ryan Leaf. Remember, it was once once there was an Get argument. Get out of here. Peyton Manning or Ryan Leaf. Yeah, man. And it was a legitimate thing. <laughs> and Ryan Leaf, it did not work out. He had a lot of problems and everything else uh, in his life, mentally, everything else. But still, uh, so that didn't That was one of the biggest busts ever. Go back to now 93, Rick Myrer. The Seahawks, Seattle took Seahawks, him, yeah, and he never really panned out as a number two pick taken as a quarterback. 
Then you got to go 20 years. The NFL for 20 years with the number two pick in the draft never took a quarterback. Isn't that amazing? Running back. And then so I, I feel like that's not really modern draft and it was a much different world. So yeah, you got Burt Jones, Archie Manning, you know, you've got more Norm Sneed. You know, you know, you got big names. You got Sid Luckman back in nineteen thirty nine. How do you like that name? Yes, yeah, I mean. So so I can't do the 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 early seventies, sixties, fifties, because that's a different world. But if you want to do from the nineties up, those are the names. Second overall pick as a quarterback. Rick Myra, Ryan Leaf, Donovan McNabb, there's one hit. Robert Griffin, Marcus Mariota, Carson Wentz, Mitchell Trubisky, Zach Wilson, CJ Stroud. What are they what do most of these names have in common? They didn't work out. Yeah. Poor um, it's, it's not it's to me it's incredible to think. You think you got to you got to lose games. You got to get the number 2 pick, get the highest pick possible, so you get the best possible quarterback. So you're saying and the Giants it, are doing the right historically, thing. Historically that doesn't happen. So you're saying the Giants are doing the right thing. Maybe. Right cuz they'll 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 find like the 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 cat from um You get the LSU. second best guy. Yeah, you get the second best guy and the second best guy might not be the best guy. The fourth best in the you know might might end up being the best guy just, in the later pick because there's less pressure. If I take think, you number two, Bart, I got to play you. But if I take the, you in the second round or the third round, I don't have to play you. But you know what's crazy? I wonder in a world like where if they didn't take Trey Lance and they would have went with the first team before they went and took Trey Lance, they would have got Mac Jones. Is he not Brock Purdy? Is Mac Jones not Brock Purdy? Yeah, they they play alike. Like Mac Jones, I, I, Mac I think Jones, Mac remember, Jones remember, has remember a harder Mac Jones. time. No, no, no. I think Mac Jones has a harder time processing. Nah, it's not a processing thing. You don't think it's a processing nah, thing? Nah, it was a bad offense thing. If he was in there and protected like he was, people think New England has one of the worst offensive lines too. Yeah. So just imagine, like, their games, they don't really have big arms. They throw the ball with anticipation. It's smart. Like, if Mac Jones would have got picked by the, by the San Francisco so you 49ers. Think, all right, so it's situational. Which yes. is to me a, a more damning thing that I've always talked about oh. when it comes to the draft. Oh, they had Matt Patricia as the as yeah, the. That, yeah. What are we talking about, man? And Joe Judge, I know what a terrible decision. <laughs> what, what, are we, what are we talking about? Yeah, Josh McDaniels, and they made the playoffs, and he was very capable. And he, and he went to the Pro Bowl, and then after that, they went with Joe Judge and Matt Patricia. Yeah, and, and it's and he turned into an absolute disaster, and it's only gotten worse. He's Bill O'Brien doesn't know what to do with him. But here, here's the beautiful thing, right, where the Jets are, right? And I'm not, not a beautiful thing where the Jets are. Even where the Giants There's are. There's nothing at. beautiful where the Jets are right now. Nothing. No, no. Well, you're right. It's nothing beautiful about not that. Not right now. But what I'm saying is mm-hmm. um, next year with getting this decision out of the way for Zach Wilson because they would have kicked this can down the road and we'd have been pissed two years from now when they paid, picked up his option because they say he looked good in practice and he comes in in spot duty like Jordan Love did when he came in for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And he looks good and then now they're like, man, we might need to draft a quarterback, right? Because the bloom, the roses, the bloomers yeah, came off of that rose too. they don't think they have a quarterback anymore. Right, right, so they don't think they have a quarterback anymore. So just think, Zach Wilson could have fooled us for two more years and we could have committed to him financially where he would have mm-hmm. got even a more release because we would have signed him to like some type of Jordan Love deal. Remember, Jordan Love, they didn't pick up his option, then they gave him a two-year deal extension, right? That's what they do with guys that, that – um, that didn't really have a chance to prove it. But now we know for a fact that we have to move on. So the beauty is maybe we get Aaron Rodgers next year. And then maybe you say, you know what? And I think this is going to be the trend in the NFL. You probably got about five quarterbacks that are going to take the league and hold them hostage. That's like Joshua Dobbs. 
That's the guy Huntley for behind Lamar Jackson that played at a high level, played in the playoffs last year, but he's still on his first rookie deal. Mm-hmm. He's going to be looking for a second place to go, right? You look at um, who else has Gardner Minshew is going to hold the, hold the league hostage. I think uh, Mac Jones is going to be a backup starting next year, and he's going to be somebody that's going to be looking for a backup role somewhere. Right, and you got you got guys because now you're going to have a a refresh of guys that Zach Wilson's going to be a backup again, right? Jacoby Brissett's going to be a free right, Jaco- again too. right, Jacoby Brissett. So you got those five guys that are going to hold the league by by for ransom, and if the Jets are successful in getting a guy like Mike Evans or or Devontae Adams, they will be the most attractive backup spot for anybody. Because no. they got the oldest quarterback with only one year left to play. You got to get the offensive line right, or nobody's going to want to be in front of that. Because if you have Devontae yeah. Adams, it's not going to matter if you have no time to throw it to him. Yeah, see, but here's the thing the line, when it was healthy, I don't think was playing as bad as we gave him credit for because this kid holds on to the ball too long. <laughs> here's where we go round and round. All right, we, let's leave it here. 800 hour 93776. A lot of people want to sound off on this. We'll give you the opportunity coming up. Lots to get to, of course, on the show, but your call is always a priority. 800 hour nine three seven seven six. Stay with us. But if I do want to tell you, though, this year, FanDuel's got something you'll really be thankful for. Because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's 150 bucks if your team wins. With so many games going on, Thanksgiving is the perfect time to join. You've got all kinds of games on Thanksgiving Day that you can have fun with. Check them out, place your bets, and see if you can get some extra Thanksgiving winnings. So it's visit FanDuel.com slash Allen and fill up your plate with parlays and player props all weekend long. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 older and physically present in New York. First online real money wager only. $5 pregame money line wager required. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. For help with a gambling problem, call one 877 hope and or text Y 467-369. Gordon Damer at the 98.7 Tullamore Dew Sports Desk. Well, with where the Jets are at, there's plenty of blame to go around, but people calling for Robert Sala's job over the Zach Wilson decisions. Yesterday on the Michael K. Show, Michael said you should look a little higher for your blame. We all like Joe Douglas. He did a bad job, A, drafting Zach Wilson. That will never be erased off his resume, ever. He owns that forever. And then doubling down and bringing him back as the backup quarterback, leaving your team naked, absolutely naked, if a 39-year-old, soon-to-be 40-year-old quarterback gets hurt. And to think that he wouldn't get hurt. Look at all the quarterbacks that go down. Ten rookie quarterbacks have started this season because of injuries or ineffectiveness to veterans. Mm -hmm. To have the arrogance to think that Aaron Rodgers might not get hurt and you're going to turn over the keys to a Lamborghini to a guy who can't ride a tricycle. And that is brought to you by Tullamore Dew. When it's game time, it's Tully time. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew Irish whiskey during tonight's action. Glasses up to enjoying Tullamore Dew responsibly. Coming up, 3 o'clock, it's the Michael K Show, and it's only here on 98.7 FM. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. What do we got today? Do we have stuff? No. Very quiet day today, isn't it? It's like like Thanksgiving week, holiday week. Like things start to like kind of like slow down a little bit, you know. Until like Thanksgiving like Day, got a lot going on, but it's it's actually fairly quiet today. To Thanksgiving Day, is it raining up there? No, it's raining. But it's supposed to though. It's raining up here. Right? Yeah, it's, we're supposed to get some rain later. When are you? Uh, when are you back in the area? Later. Later. Okay. Yeah. Take your time. From rain to rain. I hear you. I hear you. Um. But we got a busy week. I guess we should tell everybody, give everybody a heads up. So Black Friday, you and I are doing our, our show, but we're not doing it at its normal time because the Jets play at 3, so we have all of our coverage that begins, I believe the coverage starts at 1 o'clock, right? Dan Grassa and company and everybody, like everybody, all the stuff that they got to do pregame for the Jet game. So you and I are doing our show on Black Friday at 10 a.m. From 10 to 1. Yeah, did I don't you, know if I, I, don't know if you I ready make for that? that. I might have to leave at twelve thirty. I got to. I got to be on the air the hour before the game. Well, I mean, did we discuss this? Because I, I thought I thought I thought this was already done. Yeah, I didn't realize twelve to one. How? What the hell? Not twelve to one. No, no, ten to one. I mean, I mean, ten. I know it's the ten. I know the start time. Okay, so you can make the start time. Yeah, but man, are you going to have one? to dip? I might have to slip, dip, and, and, and drive. You know what I'm saying? Stop, drop, and roll. I have the dips, huh? I'm glad you said that out loud. When do you when do you need to leave? Like we got to discuss this. So because if we're on at 10 a.m. on Black Friday, we're still in our food coma. When do you have to get out and fit into your suit? Probably get one of your bigger I'm suits. Assu- I'm assuming I'm assuming the pregame show. I'm assuming the pregame is. When at do you guys go on the air? It's, it's, it's a three hour o'clock before. Game. So you go on at two. Yeah. All right. So you can be done one o'clock. You get down S N Y before two, can't you? You know we do have production meetings and stuff like that. We don't just <laughs> who, who really like you pay attention. <laughs> yeah, you do have production meetings. Well, Bart, uh, we're gonna talk about the Jets Dolphins game in this segment, and then the next segment we're gonna talk about the coaching change. You ain't see my Man, read. Just let Gelbsy lead you to the next thing, and you know what you're gonna say. You don't you need you no see, you see, you see, production you, meetings. You ain't see my. So, man, you just want me to just go right there, drive straight down, walk straight right up. to the stage. Yes. Straight no chaser. Straight no chaser. Just walk right in. What are we talking about today? Yeah. Like, like literally, let's see. You go on the air at 2. I, I want you wait. at 157 walking right in the studio. What do we got today? I can't wait. I, you know I got to beat my own face because we ain't got no makeup artists. What? 
You know how S and Y cheap as hell. Well, why, why don't you go down to Seaport and see if any of the girls are there? ESPN. They'll be doing oh, some they, shows over there, right? They probably shopping. Well, you know what? I was supposed to do, uh, but I'm assuming that first taking stuff would be done. Well, yeah, that'd be done at twelve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I had to switch that day too. Now yeah. I got to do. Now I got to do get up and first take on Thanksgiving. No, you don't. Thanksgiving. Yep. yep. Wow, Bart on Thanksgiving on our televisions. That's awesome. No, it's not. Can't wait. So. <laughs> so. But you're good for 10 o'clock on yeah, Friday, I'm good right? for 10 a.m. Friday. Yeah, I'm Gucci. So I believe, now Now correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but it, DNR is also doing their show on Friday morning, yes? That's 100% correct. Okay, so so we have DNR leading into Barton Hot. Okay. How about that? They're well, running right up into us. Dan and Buttle. Tell them don't get no uh, ideas. No, what, what do you mean don't get any ideas? Well, you know, we... We'll just put you guys on from um, 10 to 2, 30, 3 o'clock every day. No. Oh, no, no. Negatory. Well, we can, we can do that with a renegotiation. Mm. But then nobody gets to hear Greeny in New York. You know what I, I think, mean? I th- listen, Greeny, Greeny is like, you know what I mean? Greeny's he moved here to do his thing. You know what I'm saying? He'd you think he'd here. give back the money? You think he would just like, hey, tell you what, give Barton Hahn the money. I'm just going to do TV. No, he'll say, just let Barton Hahn do it. I'm going to take some tough on my plate. It's all good. <laughs> Have that conversation with him on Thanksgiving. See how that goes. I'll t- I'll take a vacation day off. I I give I give him two of my vacation days. <laughs> well, anyways, so everybody you knows. My pocket change. <laughs> Black Friday, Bart and I ten to one, or at least I will be to one. Bart might be to like twelve thirty. Yeah, twelve thirty. Uh, and of then we have our Jets coverage, and then of course the Knicks that night. And guess what? I'll be calling the Knicks game that night. Knicks Heat on the MSG Radio Network. So is that I think Don LaGreca, I think Don and I are doing that game together. Oh man, which is like tremendous. So that's a busy day on Black Friday. That's two good heads of lettuce, right you there. Know you know what I mean? Yeah, I got to make. Man, you're sure gonna be doing a Knicks perfect. game, so you going straight from the thing to the Knicks? Yeah, Damn. yeah. Now you're not the only one that has to work a lot. That's okay? crazy. Oh, this show season. You notice, you notice I didn't complain. No, this show season. Yeah, it is. I'm in it now, baby. Yeah, let's go to the callers, man. We let's do it. Eight hundred now. Three seven seven six. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Well, Mike in the car. The Go ahead, Mike. Go ahead, Mike. Hey, how you doing, guys? Hey, I really like your show. Uh, thank, thank you very you. much. Uh, a long-time uh, season ticket holder uh, for the Jets, and, and uh, I would submit, and you know, maybe if you get one of your stack geek guys and maybe there's someone out there in the audience, you me. take number one, number one picks, you know, or first-round pick. Yep. And total career starts. And if you do that over the decade, I would submit to you that the Jets have to be at the bottom or near the bottom. And I'm talking about, you know, Johnny Lamb Jones and Johnny Mitchell and and some real busts there, but some real horrific ones. Uh, Wilson's probably the worst of them all, but, uh, you know, it's just a history thing. You know, first round, second round, you you expect impact. Uh, Three, four, five, they're replacements. Six, seven, they maybe make the fifty-three, but the first round, maybe the second round. You look at total number of career starts per first first round pick of the New York Jets, and I'll guarantee you, you come up with an abysmal number. What do you they, think? They would be among the, the lowest. Let me, let me. All right, so I will tell you what, Mike, I, I'm going to go through quickly. Just in just in this century, the first round picks made by the Jets since 2000. So you got Will McDonald this past year. You got you got Sauce Garrett and Jermaine last year. All right, they're that's they're pretty good. A thousand. 
You got Zach and, and uh, AVT, and AVT's good, but not a lot of starts because of injuries. Makai Becton, mm-hmm. Quinton Williams, a good one. Sam Darnold, mm-hmm. Jamal Adams. He's good. He was good. Da- was. Darren Lee. Leonard Williams. Good. He was good. Calvin Pryor. Oof. Uh, D. Milliner. Yeah, he, that was a top 10 pick. Sheldon Richardson. Yeah, he was good. Quinton Copels. Mo Wilkerson. Yeah. He, he was good. Kyle Wilson. That's my dog. But That's nah. your dog. But I know they, you they love want him. him. They want him a Cordy, but the, but Belichick yeah. took him right before us. Sanchez. Yeah, that's I mean, that's he had a, a good run. He had a good listen, run. He, he took right. it. Vernon they didn't play long though. They didn't play long. <laughs> Vernon <laughs> and, from the crib with me too. And Dustin Keller, uh, pretty good. But. Yeah. Uh, Drell Revis, Hall of Famer. Yep. Uh, Mangold and Brick. Gosh, like Hall of Fame level players. Vilma. Yeah, Vilma, was Vilma good. Was ended up being a good player, but just didn't want to be here, and I don't blame him. Uh, Dwayne Robertson. He was good. He just kept getting hurt. He had bad knee, right? Yeah. Uh, Brian Thomas. Yeah, little Tink Tink. He stayed around. He played He played 11 years. Uh, Santana Moss. He was good. Then you in 2000, you had all these picks because of the uh, the Belichick stuff. You had uh, Sean Ellis, John Abraham, Chad Pennington, <laughs> uh, and Anthony Becht. I mean, that's a pretty good name. That's pretty damn good right there, son. Right? Like the, like, ha, it's the, like, the Quinton Copels. Really, it's the number twos that they have taken. Look at the number twos, the second round picks. That the, the second round picks. Of yeah, the Jets, they, they have. They, they have murderous role. Th- their second round pick history is pathetic. They, they didn't take Alshon Jeffries. Yeah. They didn't take Le'Veon Bell. They just passed right on by. Yeah, we could definitely. Uh, the twos. The twos will make you want to jump off a roof. You could write a book. The twos. Really are, the twos. I'm telling you, the twos on this team. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I want to find. I definitely want to find the second. Stephen round. Hill. Second round history. Vladimir Dukas. <laughs> hey, uh, st- the Stephen Hill. Leon, Leon Watson is the only one that was good. S- Stephen Hill had hands like feet. 800-919-3776. Jungle feet. <laughs> we'll continue with your calls next, but first, Bart, tell me about those Hess trucks. Yeah, man, it's that time of the year, man. My favorite time of the year, man. Hess never seems to disappoint. The Hess truck is back, and guess what, guys? It's better than ever. Light up the holidays with the first ever Hess police truck and cruiser. Features include advanced multi-pattern flashing LED lights, four realistic rescue sounds, a rotating turret with spotlights, and a slide-out battering ramp. Available at HessToyTruck.com. And as always, free standard shipping and batteries are included. Order today at HessToyTruck.com. The Hess Toy Truck is a holiday gift-giving tradition. Hess toy trucks are back and better than ever. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. So, all right, so listen, and we got lots of calls to get to. We'll get to 800 919 I promise. But I, I got to get this out because I wouldn't need everybody's help here on the show. So yesterday I'm listening to the K show as I always do. And the guys are talking about um, Thriller. Yeah. And Bart, you already know where I'm going. And so uh, Peter's talking about Thriller and all that stuff. And then Michael chimes in because he listens to our show. We love him. The boy is mine. It, is that he said that, you know, Alan has a problem with the album Thriller. And he explained it properly. And Peter had a problem with it, and Don didn't understand it. So they invited me to come on today, not to talk, you know, sports, explain but to talk, to explain my issues with the album Thriller, which we all know. I it's a I love the album. It's a great album, but I don't like the order of the songs, and it creates a skip situation. That great albums are no skip albums. Great albums, and this is one of the greatest albums of all time. But, you but say it's a you, skip. You skip. You but skip you said songs. You like the song. You just don't like the order. It's in. I don't so, like the order. So how and then, is it a skip? But because it makes me skip early, and it, I don't want to do that. I want to sit and relax. And but just you get like into the song. It. But you like the song. All right. You just but, don't like where it is. But here's what now. It's you music like you said, said your, your playlist for, for like when you got chicks coming over or something. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yeah, that's how I, 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 I like to sit down and be and have I'm a song with this one first. Come right in. Turn off the lights. <laughs> Light a candle. But, but listen, but listen. Can you tell me, and you can tweet at us, or tweet at me if you don't want to tweet at the handle. Is it at Barton Hahn, at Alan Hahn. But just tweet at, like, if, if there's a no-skip album in your life, one that you put it on and mm-hmm. not a single song, like if you were listening to it loud and someone mm-hmm. was walking by, you're not like, yo, turn this down. I feel kind of stupid with this song. I got you. So what song, what album is just straight up no-skip? Miseducation, like Every Hill. single song is a banger, and I don't need to skip it. Miseducation, Lauren, Lauren Hill. That's one of the great albums of all time. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I would say for me, it's low end theory, no skips. You play it out from start to finish. It's that good. You have no problem with the order? Nope. Got a love song in there. Van Halen, 1984, no skip, start to finish. You know, for me, my favorite, Thriller. <laughs> you're, just, you're just trolling me. <laughs> you're just trolling me. <laughs> He's such a hater. He's <laughs> <laughs> such a damn wet blanket. <laughs> but no, but I, I want to hear from people. Like, I want to know. Give me your best no-skip albums from start to finish. Like, this is a banger. Like, honestly. Like, every song, like when it comes on, it's like, yep, I like that one. Yep, I like that one. Yep. Because not every album's that way. There's always that one or two where you're like, yo, this song sucks. 
You know, all like why is, it, is all eyes on me? I think all eyes on me is like that. I don't know it well enough, so I, I can't say. Yes I can or go no. life or death, life after death. Okay. Yeah. God is the limit. I mean, did you keep going? Just Nas, Illmatic, like that's one too. I mean, it's just one after another. It just keeps coming. Like that's a that's a good one. What about the Chronic? The Chronic is a very good one, right? Very few. Might maybe one. I'd have to I'd have to check it, but I think there might have been one that I know. I was like, yeah, I could live without this one. Look, we're critics. We love music, but we're critical of it, right? That's that's how it's like with sports. So, well, I just want to play this game. I, I want to come. I, so, I was just going to come prepared for my segment on the K Show three thirty, so that when we're discussing this, that I have some prep already in place where I can name a couple of albums to use an exa- as an example. Because the other thing is, is n- what what album starts off with the title track. That's like the biggest song on the album. You don't do that. You make people wait because you don't do that in a concert. My whole argument is, first of all, albums are not concerts. Like concerts are done much differently because it's not just one album. It's it's whatever album's out plus all our other music mixed in. This is an album. And I need to be at the very beginning brought in and then and then held there. Like strapped to the chair. I can't get up because it's so freaking good. And you can't do that when you go want to be starting something into Baby Be Mine. The hell are you doing? And then you got to hit me with the McCartney song. Oh, man, you then I get then I get Thriller. Like I'm bored now. Thriller starts. Come on, such a hater. So, anyways, that's a little taste of what we'll be talking about later. All right, so we got calls to get to eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. So we'll get to that. We have we're gonna play. Is this BS? And there's a thing going on with the Knicks that everybody knows about. It's it's um the the, the lawsuit they have going with the Raptors. But there's a, a side story to it involving James Dolan now with the NBA. And something that Woj is reporting that I got to be honest with you, I got a, I got a, I got a pretty strong take on this. You might be surprised by it. So we got that coming up as well. So stay with us. Hour number two coming up at first part. Tell me about BetMGM. Hmm. BetMGM, the king of sports books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Reward points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like bonus bets and bet insurance tokens. Plan a trip to Las Vegas. You can also convert those BetMGM points into MGM Reward reward points that you can use towards dining shows and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resort properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM and GameSense reminds you to play responsibly and offers resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit betmgm.com for T's and C's. Must be 21 years or older to wager and physically present in New York only. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem, help is available. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY at 467-369. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.